Every year I know we gonna go hard We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads go pack go Ain't show with no mercy cutting no slack no I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish it good Welcome in on a Thursday evening here to Lombardi's Legends Wednesday I evening Wednesday, that's right. I'm all thrown off here, Dane, with the Thursday night game. Good thing it's Wednesday or the game would be on and I would have forgotten about it. That ain't going to happen. Uh, I am Wags and with me is Dane, keeping me honest here tonight. The Packers traveling to Arizona, take on the unbeaten Cardinals. And uh, here we are live streaming on Facebook uh, YouTube, Twitter, uh, and uh, will be available to download later if you are listening. Uh, so thanks so much for joining us. And Dane, this is a big week. I know it's just one game, and in grand scheme of things, maybe it really is just one game, but I'm excited for this one. Uh, so how are you feeling uh, as we uh, get to break this one down? I feel good. It's uh, it's kind of a kind of a weird one. I, I I don't know how else to put it. It's it's a short week. Packers coming off five straight wins or six six straight wins. Holy smokes! Uh, and and having a, a really nice start to the season. But now they go. They are on the road going to Arizona. Tons of injuries already. Um, now. De- very, very likely without Devontae Adams, who has not traveled with the team. It's Wednesday night, Packers traveled, and Devontae Adams is is not with the team. Alan Lazard is certainly out uh, due to being close contact with Devontae Adams. So the Packers are down their best receiver and also their best run-blocking wide receiver that makes a lot of stuff happen in the run game. So... Um, kind of a weird start to this week, uh, Wags, and it's on short notice with a lot of injuries, but this is definitely a team with the next man up mentality. I say it every week, and that will certainly be tested tomorrow evening on national TV against an undefeated Arizona Cardinal team that is pretty damn good, has put a lot of good tape uh, out there on the field so far this season. For sure. And the Cardinals are going to be without J.J. Watt, obviously someone that a lot of Packer fans were hoping would choose us in the offseason, and he went to Arizona instead. He has been ruled out as well. So both teams dealing with some injuries, and I don't think, uh, you know, that'll be a little bit of the headline coming into it. But you know what, Dane, we're going to break this all down. I think it's still going to be a heck of a game, and there's some really intriguing matchups to dive into. So I'm a I'm excited to dive into this. So why don't we jump right into the offensive side for the Packers, uh, looking at this Arizona defense. And you've got to start uh, with the wide receiver position, with Devontae most likely out unless he somehow passes uh, COVID protocol and makes an emergency one-man trip down to Arizona. Uh, Lazard out. So it's going to be these next guys. We've got, obviously, Randall Cobb. This is what we bought him back for, right? Um, you know, MVS. Can we expect him back this week? So, um, you know, we that's a little bit of an unknown. Some scuttlebutt that we might get him back, but no practices this week. So hard to tell if he has been able to be evaluated adequately or not. Um, and then, you know, certainly we've got some other guys. Amari Rogers. 
Here's a young kid. He's going to have potentially his biggest opportunity to contribute. And uh, Malik Taylor got activated off the COVID list after missing a couple of weeks uh, and being on the COVID list himself. So, Dane, I'm going to hand this over to you. What do you think is the game plan for this wide receiver group this week? Do we have enough guys uh, to put something together and be effective in this passing game? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> also, Juwan Winfrey has been uh, blocked from other teams being able to pick him off the practice squad. He's been up already. He was kind of a uh, off-season darling a little bit, so he's probably going to get some run again this week, Wags. I have absolutely no idea uh, what to expect, especially without MBS. We're pretty much down our top three wide receivers, but you know what? I think that the Cardinals have shown at times that they can be a little vulnerable at the uh, slot position, which plays into the Cobb hand. It plays into the Mark Rogers hand, potentially. And, um, you know, we've seen the stats going around the last few days since the Devontae Adams news. The Packers under Matt LaFleur are 6-0 and when Devontae Adams has not been able to play a game with the Packers. Now, I think that's absurd. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with this game going into it, but... Um, Aaron Rodgers has been efficient when Devontae Adams is not out on the field. He is able to look around. If you look at it, Lazard's had a couple games where Devontae hasn't played. Uh, going back a few years, James Jones had a big game. Um, you know, other guys have contributed and been able to step up in moments. This is that moment. Is it Randall Cobb? Sure. Is this an Amari Rodgers coming out party? Perhaps. Um, you know, there, there's uh, any number of guys that could be involved this week, but I do expect the Packers to throw some wrinkles out there. I, I expect them to maybe line up in some interesting formations that maybe we haven't seen as much of this week. They know they've got to be creative. The hard part of it is for this to happen on such short notice on a short week makes it extra hard. But um, I wouldn't put, put anything past Hackett and Lafleur at this point. I really wouldn't. Now, what is it going to look like? I don't know. I think that's the point. I don't think Arizona knows either. Uh, but I do expect, even without some of our top receivers, for the Packers to come out swinging. And I don't think the team's going to come out and just lay an egg or lay down this week. I do think they're going to be creative. And I think Rodgers kind of relishes these moments. Now, he doesn't want this all the time. But deep down, he kind of wants to show the league on national TV that he can just, like, have a day. And I, it feels like maybe Rodgers has a day this week. Um, so we'll see. Curious your take, Wags. I mean, are there any individual guys you're looking at, or, or do you think the Packers are going to give different looks than normal this week? Yeah, and it's one I mentioned before the show this afternoon in our Packer group chat, and it doesn't come from the wide receiver position. It's Aaron Jones. Uh, a couple years ago, when Devontae Adams uh, missed, what, four or five weeks with that foot injury, Aaron Jones was just a destroyer as a receiver out of the backfield. We know he can run the ball. He and A.J. Dillon will talk a little bit about what the Packers need to do to get that run game going after a tough week last week against Washington. But, uh, I, you know, they've been moving Aaron Jones all over the place. I don't know if that's been getting a lot of attention because it's not like they've been targeting him as a pass receiver from the slot position. It's more been, uh, you know, your your running back swing passes out of the backfield. They move him back, uh, lining, standing next to Aaron when he's in shotgun, and then he'll go out and, and catch some passes. Uh, but uh, to me, it's Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon uh, are going to put some pressure on the Cardinal uh, uh, defense on the edge of the field, and that can take a little bit of the pressure off of those receivers that maybe – 
aren't as dynamic at getting open downfield as obviously Devontae Adams is, but, uh, you know, it, it makes them have to come up and help a little bit. You've got to spread, you've got to cover not only depth of the field, but the width of the field. Uh, so, you know, not that that's not part of the Packers offense when Devontae's out on the field. It's just, it, by necessity, it forces you to be a little bit more creative. And you said it. There's some things that the Packers offense will have to do to adjust that this Cardinal defense may not know exactly what those adjustments are. So in a way, it gives the Packer offensive coaching staff a little bit of room to maneuver, and uh, they get to play a little bit of chess. Now, does that make their job easier with Devontae Adams out of the game? Heck no. The 6-0 number is a complete fluke, in my opinion, as well. Uh, good for the Packers for stepping up and, and winning games when Devontae's out. But any notion that they're a better offense without Devontae Adams on the field is just sheer lunacy. So, um, But collectively, I think they can you know, do something to spread the ball out a little bit, get those backfield guys involved. You know, it's sort of like in a basketball game. There's only one ball. There's only so many shots that can go up in the game. There's only so many guys that can get passes thrown their way. Uh, so I think Aaron Jones is the biggest uh, beneficiary, and uh, he's had a quiet couple of weeks. I think Aaron Jones is due for a big, big game here tomorrow night. I do too. I'm feeling it. I, I don't know what it is about this week. Maybe we're planning on how it's money a little bit, bit right? It's, it's I think we are. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's take a shot. Let's see what Aaron Jones can do. Um, AJ Dillon uh, had a pretty rough outing, I thought, on Sunday, putting the ball on the ground a couple times, something we know he can't do. But I think they're going to also lean on him. And Wags, Kylan Hill. I'm going to float it out there again. I would not be surprised to see some looks with him uh, out there again this week as well. The Packers will get creative. Robert Tunyon started to get involved a little bit this week as well. Let's not forget, we have other weapons here. We didn't mention St. Brown. Um, you know, another guy who could, uh, they got him mixed in a little bit. Last week, I thought we saw more than any other week uh, this season. Um, Tunyon, St. Brown, a number of other guys just kind of getting their hands on what, the ball. Dan, bit- what about... What, sorry to interrupt. What about Malik Taylor? I mean, I know it was preseason, but he had a heck of a preseason as a pass catcher. So uh, he's someone that's coming back, right? Why not, right? So I, I, that's to my point, and I think to your point as well, uh, we've got all these other guys. I, I don't think it's going to be one guy is going to step up and fill Devontae's shoes, but if St. Brown, if Malik Taylor, Randall Cobb, uh, Amari Rogers can all step up and and do their job when their number is called and Aaron looks their way, collectively, maybe they can get to that 10 to 15 reception. We've got those running backs out of the backfield. And uh, by the way, Bob Tunyon had his best game of the season on Sunday as well. So nice to get him going. So I think we've got some options here uh, for those of you out there that are thinking that this is a lost cause. I get it. This is rough sledding. It's not ideal. But I think we've got a lot of options in this past game to be able to put something together and and be effective this week. So I'm cautiously optimistic. I think the biggest thing will be timing. 
is Aaron going to have timing down with some of these guys that haven't been out on the field as often? And, you know, particularly Amari Rogers, particularly Malik Taylor. Um, St. Brown's gotten out there as a receiver on, on a few plays the last couple of weeks. Uh, but still, he might have a, a heavier snap count uh, than he's typically asked to do. So, uh, Dane, I, I think that's something that's you know, been a problem at times in the past. And with the uh, ability of this Cardinals pass rush, uh, what do you think the Packers can do to try to mitigate some of the risk to Aaron standing in the pocket and not being 100% on sync with all of those guys on every play? Well, I, I think a, a big, big help, and you, you never want to see injuries, but a big help is J.J. Watt is not going to be playing uh, on, on Thursday night. I think that that does help this team a little bit. Watt's got 10-plus um, um, hurries on the quarterback. He's got a sack. He's knocked the quarterback around. Anytime you lose that kind of production. Now, is he the same guy he was at the height of his powers in Houston? No, but he can still ball. He can still ball. I mean, come on. He, he, can, he can play football. So um, I think that that's a huge help for this team, and I think um, I'm not holding my breath, Wags, for David Bakhtiari to be back on short notice this week. He traveled too, but I don't see a scenario where he's going to, they're just all of a sudden going to fire him up on the road, um, already short-staffed a little bit. I think they're going to go with what they've got again this week. So uh, what I hope to see is, um, I think, better team play out of the offensive line. I thought that uh, Newman, uh, Royce, Royce Newman had a little bit of challenge this last week. John Runyon certainly as well in that guard play. Um, so we're going to need them to stand up, I think, a, a little bit better. I, I look at this Cardinal depth chart, um, especially uh, on defense here, and uh, I look at somebody like uh, that, that, that Isaiah Simmons wags. He can get in there. He can be pretty disruptive pretty quickly. They've got a ton of other guys. But so far this season, the Cardinals have had a lot of success being, dare I say, super aggressive. They blitz gaps uh, uh, on the run a ton. You'll see them an awful lot. I've watched quite a bit on them. They're undefeated, so you kind of keep an eye out for those teams that are undefeated, how they're winning. Uh, first couple of weeks, it kind of looked like they'd have a great offense and a so-so to below average defense. That has not been the case the last five or so, you know, five or so weeks for them. Um, they're blitzing the gaps all over the place. Never really know where they're coming, if there's a rhyme or reason for it. Um, but they're just, they're using their linebackers to just soak things up on that front. A lot of times on first and second downs, those early downs, they really stack the box. They're bringing guys up, trying to take away the run. Um, they're one high an awful lot. Um, with Devontae Adams, I'd say, okay, if you're going to be one high and try to take away the run here, we're going to go at you. Without Devontae, that does change some things. Uh, but what I've, I've noticed looking at tape, reading some articles, is that a lot of times they're looking to get some disruptive plays on first and second down, tackle the ball carrier uh, in the backfield, kind of discourage the offense from getting the run game going. Their offense then is so darn good that you get behind a little, it kind of takes away the run, now you've become one-dimensional. I think that this week, if the Packers can be patient with Aaron Jones, the home runs are going to be there. When you're shooting guys up gaps, that means you're leaving gaps open too. I think Aaron Jones really has a chance to have a couple monster runs against this Cardinal team, but it is imperative, imperative, imperative. It's team game. They need to be patient with the run, and the defense is going to have to do it. We'll talk about the defense and Kyle and Murray. That's a whole other set of problems. But this Packer offense needs to be patient. Stick to the run. Don't get off script. 
And I think that we can have some success because Aaron Jones can run. This offensive line has proven that they can play um, with pretty good front sevens so far this year. Um, but stay patient. Don't get discouraged if Aaron Jones is on his back two yards deep early in the game. Keep at it. I think we're going to have our shots. Yeah, I think that's the key. The last point you just made is this Packers offensive line for what they've been doing is pretty remarkable because they've been facing, I think it feels like every week they're facing a premier pass rush uh, or at least a premier pass rusher uh, on the opposing defense. Uh, So there's nothing they haven't seen at this point. Uh, The Cardinals defensively, you said it under uh, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph, been in the league a long time, um, our fifth in the league in total sacks coming into this game. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think it starts with the outside guys. It certainly does help uh, that uh, for the Packers not to have to deal with J.J. Watt. Uh, Marcus Golden and Chandler Jones, uh, there are two outside linebackers, can really get after it. So it's not coming from one side of the field. Uh, both of those guys have been really productive in getting rush, uh, rushes on the quarterback and, and closing and getting sacks as well. Um, so it's going to be imperative, I think, uh, for this Packer offensive line to be conscientious of where those guys are. We saw last week Washington, you know, Sweat and um, uh, Chase Young were able to get loose a little bit in the first uh, two or three series, and then they settled in after that. So what we don't want to have happen is that the Packers offense uh, loses a couple of series early then you fall behind, and now it can really put a lot of pressure on this Packers offense. And Cardinals defense can just keep ramping up, ramping up. They can take more chances uh, to try to keep that pressure on Aaron Rodgers, get him out of rhythm. And so that's that's what I think we really need to do is let's give them some help early, see how we're able to hold those guys in check, chip away. Uh, but that leads to the next point, Dane. How important is it? for this Packer offensive line and this running back group to get this run game going this week after uh, one of their worst performance of the season. I'm even including week one in that. I, I, I mean, I know you can look at the numbers, but uh, running the ball last week was just not good in a win, but uh, we need to get it going this week. And this is Cardinal defense that's second worst in the league in terms of uh, average yards per carry. They give up five yards per rush. Um, They've been able to hold it together because they've been ahead so many games. But, um, Dave, I'll let you take it away. What what do we need to do to get this run game going this week? Well, that's the thing. You're right. I mean, four or seven teams are averaging five yards plus against this Cardinals team when running the ball. The problem is, is that they're behind because the Cardinals offense is so darn good. Um, so what I don't want to see is a scenario where, um, what, you know, they overwhelm, uh, they, they attack all the time. They're not sitting back playing, um, uh, playing passive defense. Um, they're bringing guys, trying to affect the quarterback at all times. So if your quarterback is dropping back in the pocket, um, they do that whole thing where, uh, they bring an edge to kind of chip the, the, the tackle and then they bring another guy right on the backside of the guy that's chipping the tackle and they just over load portions of the offensive line. They send more guys than the offensive line has guys to block. That is something that they've done this year. I've watched them do it, and that's where they've had success. What excites me about that is that you can get burned uh, on that if you get caught looking a little bit too much. So my hope uh, for this game, Wags, is, um, again, stay the course. I'd really like to see us, uh, I think, I, I would expect, and I'm curious your take, um, Mercedes Lewis, they've been 
Packers have been utilizing him a heck of a lot this year. He's playing more snaps than I've ever remembered him playing in Green Bay. Uh, vast majority of the snaps are at the tight end position. Um, do you think the Packers maybe go a little bigger this week? A couple, two, three tight ends and and and, uh, and kind of dare the Cardinals to, to guess correctly against them? Because I could see Mercedes Lewis and, and uh, Alton Jenkins pairing together uh, and, you know, Cardinals so thinking, oh, they're going that way, and then they're going up Billy Turner's backside instead. I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a game of cat and mouse. It's a little bit of a guessing game and who's going to get you. But if the Packers can get the ball running or going a little bit with the run um, and can out-physical, a pretty darn physical Cardinals team early especially and just establish that they can threaten to run against you, um, that's where I think it opens up the game for Aaron Rodgers just that much more. But they do. They need to. Be patient. Um, don't be bothered. As you said, do not be bothered if the first series, it's like, oh, shoot, we're not running the ball. Let's throw the run plays out of the out of the playbook today. That can't happen. Stick with it. I don't care if you're just doing it and you're still not getting anything. I think you're going to get yours with this team, with this Cardinals team. The teams that are persistent and consistent against this Cardinals defense are the ones that have had success running the ball. Yeah, and for as much as they've been giving up you know, a lot of average yards per carry, five yards per carry, they've only given up two 20-plus yard runs. So, which is pretty remarkable, considering when you think about that. So they're, they're giving up that five to ten yards a pop on some of these carries, uh, but they've been able to contain the opposing runners and haven't been giving up any home run um, on the ground uh, at the same time. I mean, I, I and I, listen, I'm not That's, trying to, I don't watch the Cardinals enough to, to know that, but I just, if this was the Packers defense, I'd be asking that question. Is that, yeah, that's, that's a good question, Dave. And I, you, that's, but I think to that point is you got to stick with it because they attack, they attack, they attack. All it takes is one guy to shoot the wrong gap and you're off to the races. Yes. So, um, and this is a Packer offense that it's interesting. Over the years, as long as Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback, they're not an offense that normally you say, well, we need to control the clock, uh, win the time of possession battle. Uh, we'll happily over the years get into a track meet uh, with the opposing team. Uh, this week, I think the script flips a little bit, and we actually want – I'm not saying we need to be a game manager from Aaron Rodgers, but I do think that this is a week. Let's try to run the ball, stay patient with it, keep them within striking distance. I'm talking about the Cardinals. Make their offense stay on the sidelines, and let's make this a four-quarter game. Uh, because I'll tell you what, you get into the fourth quarter, and if we're moving downhill, this is a close ball game, we can run, run, run uh, down that final uh, series because they're getting worn out down there, uh, maybe a little warmer down there in Arizona. I know they're used to it. But I, I think that's got to be the game plan is let's stay patient. Exactly. Patient is the key uh, and keep running the ball. I, I wouldn't mind seeing A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones uh, combine for 30-plus touches tomorrow night. I know that seems crazy, but um, for, for a team that's helmed by Aaron Rodgers, at quarterback, but I think this is a good time. Uh, and we've seen some of that in other games this year. This isn't a home run Packer offense this year. They've been effective for the most part in most games, moving the football and, and putting up points. 
but uh, they've been pretty balanced uh, overall. So uh, I think we need to uh, get that going, and, and I wouldn't mind if we were even a little more heavy on the run than we are in the past tomorrow. I agree, and they get a little sneaky um, with some of the stuff that they do once once you get into third and long. Um, I was watching a game, maybe it was against my, I, I can't recall, um, but they had their, their down linemen dropping into coverage a little bit too. That's my play in Madden when I play UAGs. I like to drop my defensive linemen back, so that's what Cardinals do in real life, not in Madden. Uh, and they drop those guys in kind of a cover that, that, that uh, the, the kind of underneath um, and it takes away a lane and then that allows the linebacker to then drop back into deep for coverage when they're getting in some of the zones. So they give a lot of different looks, uh, but that's when they're being opportunistic. So I think you're right. Packers need to stay patient. Uh, don't let the Cardinals get tricky uh, if, if, because, you know, defenses can get pretty dumb pretty quick when they're on their heels, and that's what I'm hoping that we're able to do against this team. Let me ask you, you mentioned Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Dominique Daphne has been practicing the last couple of weeks, was not activated either the previous two games. I thought we might see him before this last Sunday. What about Dominique Daphne as a guy that they activate here? Is, is he someone that we could see out there? He did travel with the team, uh, is, is so they could activate him tomorrow morning. Uh, and, uh, again, gives another guy that can get out there, um, get put him in motion, line him up in the backfield as a fullback, line him up as a flanker, as a, line him up on the line of scrimmage. Um, so a lot of uh, – gives you some more moving pieces. Obviously, DeGuaro will be out there. So, um, you know, we could see some formations that we haven't seen a lot of from this offense tomorrow. So uh, what do you think? Is he someone – obviously, it's an unknown. We don't know if he'll be active, but – if they do activate him, could he see uh, a bunch of snaps right off the bat if, if they if he's ready to go tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I think if they activate Daff, he's going and he's going to play. And and that's actually, that's what's going to be so interesting. Tomorrow is going to be a bit of a flurry of news. The Packers have no incentive right now to activate these guys any sooner than they need to uh, because they, you know, I think your casual fan will be like, no, the, the Scantling, he's not a 1,000-yard receiver yet and his career, and Daphne, he's a tight end, uh, you know, but false. I think that those guys can really tilt and impact a game and give a lot of looks, and have done a lot of really good things for this Packers team over the last few years, and I think if the Packers are able to bring somebody like MVS in, but then Dominic Daphne, who all of a sudden does become your de facto fullback as well, and if we're going to be run heavy, um, he is a punishing blocker, and he's got very soft hands, and he just gives you those looks. You're right, Dubois does some of those things, but for Whatever reason, the Packers' offense looks a little different with Daphne. They look to be pretty fluid with him. I think that they really hum along. Uh, they're at their best when he's in there, getting them some of those looks and some of those snaps um, because they can do so many things. Um, you know, you keep Daphne in the huddle, you don't really know how you're going to line him up as an opposing defense. And that's what I really like about Dominic Daphne, in addition to a lot of other things. Um, but uh, bringing him on, I would not be surprised. Like I said, could we go tight end? Heavy? Heck yeah. Could we activate Daff and have four five tight ends going tomorrow with Tyler Davis still on the roster? We absolutely could. And just throw some wrinkles at this team that they have not seen yet this season and probably in a number of years. Yeah, you see someone like Daphne, you know, if you line him up in, in the backfield as a fullback, that that opens up some more weak weak side running. Uh, that you maybe you don't do uh, with a Deguar. Uh, you know, usually you're you're gonna run to your strong side. 
but I, that that gives you a little bit more misdirection, both in the run game and in the pass game. So um, I think uh, it does unlock a few things. And we know Daff is a high IQ player. The coaching staff trust him. Came in the middle of the season last year and was instantly basically able to build a role for himself over the course of three, four weeks uh, once he got onto the active roster. So um, if you've been practicing the last two weeks, he's if he's healthy – and they feel like they can work him into the game plan. I think you're absolutely right. If if they do activate him before tomorrow, uh, he could see a bunch of snaps out there right off the bat. So, right, so game. Little... Marty, era, power sweeps tomorrow. Are the Packers just going to abuse the Cardinals' defense with some old school international football? <laughs> is, is the sweep play your favorite play ever, whenever it's called game? <laughs> it would be in that since maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, very good. So I think we're pretty much in alignment as far as the game plan. What, what, what do you think? Are the Packers, is this a game that if they fall behind one or two touchdowns, is it, could this get ugly or, or, or is that something that they could still overcome? Like what, I know it's tough whenever it doesn't matter who you're playing, but if you get in that situation, it's always hard. Um, but I think particularly this week because we know that once Arizona's ahead, it's not like they're going to stop scoring, right? So, so I think that I think that's the hard part is that can throw that can get you out of your game plan because you're down two touchdowns and then you have a bad offensive series. It feels like that's all she wrote, and things can get ugly in a hurry. So, what what do you think the offense needs to do to you know? not lose their composure and just do the best they can to to do their job and not worry about what the Arizona offense is doing on the other side of the field. Totally. Just control the control the clock where you can. Play within the offense. Whatever looks we're going to get tomorrow. I think play within that. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I thought, had a really good mentality uh, last week. Uh, when the going got tough, he, he seemed to be shaking that stuff off pretty well last week. He seems to be having quite a bit of fun. I think if that could carry over into this week it would be super helpful and then i think the team does follow his lead on a lot of that stuff wag so um just just stay the course stay the course this week because i i i the you're kind of going in like i said with house money i think that the odds makers in vegas have the backers like a touchdown an underdog at this point with Devon adams He's, that's all fine um i think this team i mean apple floors team sometimes plays better uh, with a chip on their shoulder Sometimes it's those games that you expect them to just dominate, that they, they come out flat. But for whatever reason, they come out a little little pissed off sometimes uh, when, when when the odds are against them a little bit. It's a national team televised game. The Packers are, are, are have one more loss than the than the Cardinals do. It's not like we're coming in here two and five right now. This is a really good Packer football team. Let's not forget it. A lot of pride on the field, and um, they, they would never cop to this or admit to it. But this could this could real talk determine home field advantage uh, down the stretch uh, if things continue the way that they go. So let's not sit here and go, oh, Devontae Adams is that we can't win this football game. I fully expect this Packers team to come out here and give the Cardinals a run for their money. Yeah, and what do you think the impact is of our offensive line, especially in the run game, kind of getting beat up a little bit last week against Washington. Because I, I honestly think they're going to have a huge chip on their shoulder. I think they're going to be kind of pissed off. I think they, you know, in a win, 
had a lot of teachable moments that they're going to be like, we're not going to let that happen. And I really expect them to try to come out, set the tone from a physical standpoint and try to win the line of scrimmage. And if they're able to do that, um, you know, I think, I think we've got a real good chance in this one. Uh, I know you said, you, I mean, you're absolutely right. The odds aren't with us on paper. Uh, this is a tough, tough one to go into on a short week, missing some guys. But um, I think the fact that what they did last week, even though they won the game, is going to really light a fire under these guys up front. So uh, for that reason, I expect them to bounce back and have a great week. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, I think they're going to want to run hard and physical and really just set the tone and prove that, uh, last week was a little bit of a fluke as far as the run game was concerned. So, Dane, any other thoughts on the offensive side of the ball before we switch over and talk a little bit about uh, what this Packer defense is going to do against uh, Arizona's scary offense? I think we covered it. I mean, I, 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 I'm excited to see what they do. We have, a, we have a very creative coaching staff. I'm excited to see some creativity in all right, so very good. Before we get to the defense, let's uh, take a quick break here to talk about our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, they have you covered if you're a new customer and you use our promo code TPPN uh, and you bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, you can win $200 in free bets. So, uh, Dane, I don't know if you were able to procure uh, any information, any inside information. Uh, your wife, Andrea, has been just killing it in her daily uh, fantasy lineups on DraftKings. Does she give you anything that you can share with, with uh, me and the rest of our listeners for this week? She, she didn't give me anything uh, yet. I've been whispering MVS into her ears uh, and getting prepared for tomorrow's game. But she's had a lot of success so far this season using the promo code TPPN like the Pigskin Podcast Network, which we are a part of. TPPN, you put the five bucks in, you get the, the $200 in bets. Um, so no way, I do not have any good inside info, but I am pushing MVF as hard in DraftKings this week. If he's able to go, um, this Cardinal team is going to be so aggressive. I'm just that's what I'm saying, MVS. But you can only win some money if you play through DraftKings. So you got to go. It's an awesome promo. So please, folks, sign up now. Yeah, and uh, for those of you listening, uh, take Dane's fantasy advice with a grain of salt. His Packer knowledge, you no, no, no doubt, uh, fantasy. Eh, it's a little more questionable. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but, Dan, I certainly hope you're right this week. So, folks, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPM. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so, Dane, uh, it's time to talk about this uh, uh, Cardinal offense against Packer defense, what what are the biggest keys? What's, what stands out to you right off the top? Uh, what stands out to me is that uh, Joe Barry, defensive coordinator, will not be coaching uh, for the Packers this week. Uh, so we're going to have 
um, Coach uh, Coach Gray, uh, who is our defensive backs coach slash passing game coordinator, is going to be the defensive coordinator. He's uh, for the week. I think the good news here is he knows what's up. Uh, he knows this defense. He knows uh, he, he's been a defensive coordinator before. Uh, in Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, he's done this type of work before. Um, I'll be curious to see communication. I'll be curious to see defensive play calling. Uh, just something we we haven't experienced. I, I haven't really, you know, I don't have any experience with it. So it's kind of this weird week, Wags, where I'm not sure what to expect from the offense, and I'm definitely not really sure what to expect from the defense as far as play calling is concerned. But that's what really sticks out to me, just top line, is we're going into it with the scheme's going to be the same, but the play calls in the in the moment could be completely different um, just based on the personality of the coaches that are going to be out there. Um, so um, anything stick out to you? Am I crazy that, that that's kind of a, a top line this week? I mean, it, it's just strange. Our defensive coordinator is not able to coach. Yeah, and, well, he... He made the game plan. He attended all of the meetings through Zoom this week. Uh, so he's going to have his fingerprints all over the defenses uh, as far as what, what they're going to try to do overall. Uh, you're right. The, the actual play calling uh, will be by Coach Gray. Uh, eight years as a defensive coordinator, as you said. Um, is he going to be more aggressive? Is he going to dial some stuff up? I think it really depends on game flow and situation. So we'll, we'll see. We will see what happens. Um, he did work with uh, uh, Coach Olivadati uh, in Washington, and they worked together in getting play calls uh, out onto the field. So it sounds like uh, he will be doing the signaling. Coach Gray will be, you know, making the calls. Have not decided if he's going to be on the field or in the the booth. Um, so uh, yeah, there's some moving pieces for sure. Um, but I think they'll work it out. I think. You know what? Um, to me, it's the players on the field that decide things anyway. So give them the game plan, and then from there, it's really about going out and executing. Uh, so that's all well and good. That's a part of this game, no, no doubt about it. But um, personally, I think uh, what we do with uh, Kyler Murray is going to be my headline uh, this week as far as the Packer defense is concerned against this Arizona offense. So um, Kyler... Yeah, and rightfully so. Kyler's been having a great season so far uh, just as a thrower. Uh, he can, you know, move around a bit, but he's not, you know, as far as yards are concerned, he's not running as much as what fans might think he would um, this year. I think he's trying to stay in the pocket. I think he's trying to avoid getting those big hits that uh, have caused some injuries his first couple of years in the league. Um, he's only rushed for, I think, 116 yards so far this season. So not a ton compared to what he's done in the past on the ground. But as a passer, he's in top five uh, in the league in basically every meaningful passing category. Uh, and he's got a lot of weapons to work with. So um, the Packer cornerback group, uh, first of all, is going to have their hands full this week. We've got DeAndre Hopkins. We've got a somewhat maybe resurgent A.J. Green, uh, Christian Kirk is a solid uh, number three receiver. Um, so uh, just uh, that trio alone is probably the most experienced and talented wide receiver group that we've faced with 
uh, apologies to the Bengals young wide receiver group. They don't have the experience level that this one does. So, um, Dane, I, I don't know. I, I think this is just a tall, tall task. So, um, what, what do we do to try to corral these guys and, um, at least try to come up with that, a, a few stops in this game? Cause I, I don't think it's about stopping them entirely. It's about how many stops can they get. Yeah. And I mean, even Rondale Moore this young rookie receiver. He is just, he's, he's a guy who doesn't get a ton of looks, but when he gets his ball in, in his hands, he's just a game breaker. He's had a couple games this year where, you know, he has three touches, four touches, he's got 100 yards and a touchdown. He's just one of those guys that you just got, you go, uh-oh, right every time he gets the ball in his hand. So, good question. Uh, Zach Ertz, a newly minted tight end here in Arizona as well, got snaps last week, so I expect him to get snaps this week. Um, it's just a lot of weapons, Wax. It's a lot of weapons to deal with, and it's scarier when you've got a quarterback can, that can do what he can do. Um, so look no further than Rashawn Gary and uh, Whitney Merciless and this uh, reinvigorated pass rush that I think we saw against Washington. Um, we're going to have to bring the heat. If Kyler Murray is able to get outside the pocket and use his legs, and scramble, and, and, and um, you mentioned you know he doesn't have the yardage that he's had maybe last year. I think he had 800 yards rushing last year. This year, he's hovering under 200, but um, and have time to throw the ball and do the types of things that he's so talented at doing. Um, that's going to be, I think, incredibly problematic for, for this Packers defense. Um, so we're going to have to do everything we can to, I think, reroute him, uh, get him uncomfortable. Murray, as good as he is, um, he's, he's pretty darn good rolling to his right. Uh, when he has to to go to his left, it gets a little bit more challenging for him. That's where he can make some errant throws. So I uh, need to get him off his mark. And I mean, you could say this about any quarterback any given week, try to make them uncomfortable. But I think with somebody like Kyler Murray, who is that darn talented, you just have to limit the, the explosive plays that he's able to provide this Arizona Cardinal offense. And I think if you can get him hit early, maybe help take away the one game, I think that's going to be super helpful for this Packer defense. But it's a tall order. It's a tall order even with Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith healthy. Uh, without those guys out there, Preston Smith made the trip unclear. Yeah, he's questionable this week. The Packers, no doubt, are going to have their hands full. I don't have a magic wand for this one, uh, but they're going to have to come uh, hot and heavy early on against Kyler Murray or else we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, and uh, producer Dozer in my chocolate lab <laughs> at the mention of Rashawn Gary is what got got that uh, rolling bark going. So uh, he agrees, I guess, is uh, what I'm saying there. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because the hard thing is, is you get upfield pressure uh, on on a guy like Kyler Murray. I mentioned he hasn't been going out of the pocket and trying to run the ball that much, but it's not like he's not going to do it. If you give him a whole bunch of space to, to run and pick up first downs, he can slide and move the chain. So uh, it, it's it's going to be incumbent on those guys to not only get pressure, but to stay in their lanes. And I think if we can get another really big performance from Dean Lowry and Kenny Clark, that's going to help. 
uh, those guys on the edge a ton because it's a lot harder when you're getting that push up the middle because there's nowhere to go. You've got the edge coming. You've got the middle coming. There's not as many uh, places to maneuver within the pocket, and that's what we were able to do so effectively in the second half last week and in a couple of these other games in the last few weeks as well. So um, you're right. Uh, this defensive line and, and edge outside linebacker group, they need to come – ready to play this week because if we give Kyler Murray time to throw, this is going to be a long, long evening uh, because I don't care how good uh, our uh, young secondary has performed uh, with this next man up mentality. Um, we could have all our starters out there and they wouldn't be able to slow this Arizona pass offense down uh, if they're giving them way too much time to throw. So uh, you couldn't be more right there. What about the Arizona run game? They've been okay there. And I think, and I say okay, it's not um, surprisingly, um, they are actually third in the league in rush attempts. Now, I don't know if some of that, yeah, I, I, that some of that could be game flow, again. Like they haven't been run against very much. When you're playing from with a lead, you're probably going to run the ball a little bit more, particularly uh, into the third and fourth quarter. Um, they've got a couple of, of, of pretty solid running backs, and um, I, I think you know they're not going to be household names or, or the guys that are going to scare you a ton. And, and of course, um, I'm talking about Chase Edmonds and James Conner, but they're balanced. Um, both of those guys have been getting around 10 to 12 carries uh, per week. Uh, so uh, both of them are going to get touches. And um, I think if they're getting four or five yards a pop, that's what's going to be another thing that's going to be making this a lot harder to slow down. Uh, we need to try to, uh, and I'm not saying every rush attempt, but if we can do what we've been doing actually for the for most of this season, which is keeping a lot of those rush attempts to the two, three yards or less, uh, we're not going to stop Kyler uh, on second and seven or third and six or third and seven uh, every time. But the more of those down and distance situations we can get him in, the the better it, it makes our odds. So, um, so I think that's the key because all it takes, Dane, I keep saying this, all it takes is let's get three or four Third, third and seven type situations where we can force them into an incompletion or a sack. And that's what we need this week from this defense. I'm not asking them to go out and hold Arizona's offense to 20 or less points. I think that would be fabulous if they're able to do it. But I think that's a really tall task uh, to be uh, saying that's a successful week for this defense. I think it's all about let's get those stops. Uh, if they get onto our side of the field, if we can force them to kick a couple field goals instead of uh, getting into the end zone, um, red zone or not, uh, that's that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, if, if they're in that, you know, 27 or 30 points this week, um, listen, I would love if we do hold them to less than that, but I think I'll take that. I, I don't know about you, but I, I would take holding this Arizona team to 27 points this week and, and take our chances that we can go in there and steal a win. Wags, I'm cocky this week. If we hold the 27 points, we're winning the football game. <laughs> so, that's what I think. And I hear you. Um, Kyler Murray's going to prove difficult, but we're going to be frustrated uh, tomorrow. Now he just will pull our hair out a couple times because he's he's going to make plays where every other quarterback we've played so far this season wouldn't have made a play. I promise you Kyler Murray will make one or two of those plays where you're like, oh, damn, 
you know, he just got us on this one. Um, but um, that said, this Packer defense, I think that they're going to be able to bring up enough pressure uh, to make things interesting. I really do. Uh, I was so impressed by Whitney Merciless last week. The amount of snaps uh, he was able to play on very, very short notice. Um, I think he's just going to get better. I think Wiggs, I think he had three or four pressures last week for the Packers. He played pretty darn well for this team. Uh, we're going to need another huge performance from Devondre Campbell, who I think is going to be asked not only to stop the run, but also get back into coverage covering these running backs. Uh, the, the Cardinals, uh, you mentioned Edmonds and, and Connors. Uh, definitely a little bit of uh, thunder and lightning going on this year for them. Uh, Connors kind of has that big thump. Edmonds really smooth out of the backfield, a little bit more twitchy, able to catch the ball, um, you know, a little bit more speed there. Um, but doesn't matter if they're playing from behind and they have to start throwing the ball. So I, I really do hope we're able to kind of limit these run these runs like we have, as you mentioned, this year. Uh, one of the things that I think the Packers have done a better and better job of this season as the season's worn on is setting the edge. Uh, Preston Smith has been a huge reason for that. If he's able to play even in a limited fashion uh, tomorrow, I think that's going to be a huge, huge boost for this team. I don't think the Packers really – based on how they, they rolled last week, if the Packers can get Preston Smith in on some early downs to help against the run and allow Rashawn Gary and Merciless to just, you know, pin their ears back on third down, I think the Packers will take that all the time. Uh, I don't think that they're going to need Preston Smith to be out there every snap anyway, but if he can give them a good 20, 25 snaps, stop the run on these early downs, um, that's just going to free the Packers up to do an awful lot more. So I'm going to be looking... Very closely at that. Kevin King's also questionable. Love to see him play, but I think Preston Smith is actually pretty imperative to play because uh, he's going to be a more disruptive factor uh, if he's able to go. Yeah, and I think Kevin King, the one thing, obviously getting him back would help. Uh, he's not our fastest corner, but his physicality, I think, would help uh, against uh, this big wide receiver. I'm saying big, like they're they're big, they're big wide receivers. Uh, so from that standpoint, I think it'd be nice to get him back, among other reasons. Uh, so, Dane, what about the uh, Packers' uh, defense in the red zone? So struggled all year, and then last week were successful. All of a sudden, they they went 15 for 15, giving up touchdown, and then last week. Uh, Washington goes over four in the red zone, getting touchdown. So is this is, dives early and you know doesn't get in? Sure, comes, some fortune, you know that's gonna happen. But you know what? That's part of the game. We'll we'll take it. Um, so is that something that they can build on? You know, the task again gets a lot harder. This Cardinal offense can score in all kinds of ways. Uh, they're actually third in the NFL in rush touchdowns. So they like to run the ball down in the red zone too, and I think part of that is you're paying so much attention to those big guys uh, that can catch the ball that stretches you out a little bit more than it may typically do uh, down in that condensed area. So um, I think we need to be cognizant, especially they do like to give ball to Connor down in the red zone. Uh, but is that something that they can build on and actually get momentum from week to week? Or does that not really matter? I mean, they're going to have to be mining their peas and, and, and getting things in order. But uh, is that is that something that we could uh, continue to see some success with after a nice week with that last week? I hope so. I mean, theoretically, it should be harder to score the closer you get to the end zone. It takes away a lot of your route trees when you get on the 10-yard line. 
right? You can't do as much with, with what your receivers are doing. They just back up against the, the back of the end zone. Um, I would love that. It's 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 been kind of a uh, I don't want to say funny because I'm certainly not laughing, but the dichotomy of um, with Petten was kind of a bend but don't break, and it, they, guys could break. Basically, got a free hall pass all the way down to about the 20 yard line against the Mike Petten defense, and then they kind of buckled down when they needed to for it to turn over, force field goals, you know, got sacked, whatever, and pulled guys out of field goal range. Whereas I, I would say so far this year. Uh, last week excluded Barry's defense has been pretty darn hard uh, to get into that red zone, but you get in the red zone. It's like, Hey guys, <laughs> why don't you take six? Uh, so it, it's been strange that the trade-off that we've, we've experienced, but um, I sure hope we're able to build off of it. I don't know if I have an answer to that question, but um, I think that this defense has a lot of pride. Uh, I think they have a lot of pride in not letting guys in the end zone. And I think it's something that they're going to work towards. Um, and again, it theoretically should be harder for the Cardinals the closer they get to the end zone. But they got so many big receivers, as you mentioned. So it makes me nervous that, you know, they're going to be going against guys, um, you know, and, and there's, it's going to be, I think there's going to be a physical football game, uh, like a, a sneaky physical football game. Both of these teams have shown they're not afraid to hit this year. Uh, all the more reason um, the, the Kingsley Kikis of the world need to turn it up that notch that we've seen him be able to do at times this year. Kenny Clark is going to have to be that dominating force. If we're able to do that, I do like what we're able to do in the red zone and, frankly, everywhere else on the field. Um, but if we're losing the, the game in the trenches, I'm going to get nervous because that's going to give Murray that time to get that ball in the air. And uh, I don't care who your DBs are, you're going to have a hard time keeping up with the, the weaponry that they have in Arizona. All right, very good. So great insight there. Dean, any other closing thoughts on the matchups and just particularly looking at this Arizona offense uh, and what, what we need to do to try to slow them down. Um, I, I said Rashawn Gary, I'll say it again. Let's, let's get Rashawn Gary to keep this party train going. He was absolutely lights out phenomenal last week. Let's get him do it again. And, and, and I'm not a huge pro football focus guy, but uh, if, if you look at the, the stats from last week, the highest rated defensive player was Razul Douglas. Right. Uh, newcomer. Razul Douglas, he's been a bit of a revelation for the Packers through a few weeks. He's going to have to have a big game this week um, against this Arizona offense. So he's another guy that I'm going to be circling. Um, if, if he can win his matchup, Shannon Sullivan's had a heck of a season so far. Stokes has played at times like a rookie, but he's the real deal. Um, I actually, without Jair Alexander, without even if Kevin King's unable to go, um, we've got guys that can play in this defensive backfield, particularly a corner, not to mention Savage and Amos. Um, but uh, I, I would like to see Russell Douglas continue the success he's had these last few weeks because that would go a long way for this Packer defense. Awesome. Very good. So, Dane, I think it's time to get into selecting our X factors, and then we'll get into score predictions. So, folks, anyone following along, go ahead and put in the chat, do you have any offensive or defensive X factors you'd like to call out this week? Uh, what are your predictions on the score for the game? So, Dane, I'm going to start. Let's start with the uh, defense this week. We always start on the offensive side. Um, so I'll let you take the lead. Uh, who are you looking at as a B legendary X factor of the week for the Packers on the defensive side of the ball? I just said his name, Brazil Douglas. Bring it on, baby. I want to see this young guy uh, come in and play the dominating football that I think he's going to be able to 
play. Um, I'm not sure what the matchups are going to look like. I, I, uh, it looks like DeAndre, uh, Hopkins is, you know, listed as questionable, would not have practiced this week. It sounds like he's been on that injury report all year long and he's been playing. So I'm going to just go ahead and say that Hopkins is playing. Eric Stiltz is going to have to cover him. That means, uh, you know, we've got Kirk, um, we've got AJ Green. I mean, they've got no shortage of guys. So Razul Douglas is going to have to man up. Last week, I had Shandon Sullivan. He had a pick. Love Shandon. But this week, I'm going with his former teammate, or his current teammate, Razul Douglas, who's going to come in and play some shutdown defense. He's also going to come up, play well against the run. Uh, he's been able to be pretty physical this year. He does not shy away from contact. He's been a pretty sure tackler for this defense. It's been a, a, a small sample size so far. That sample size is going to continue to grow. He's earned the time. I'm on the field. Razul Douglas is going to be my X factor this week, Mike. I like that pick, you know, and it's it's interesting. Uh, we're looking uh, at a guy that was actually on the Arizona Cardinals uh, before the Packers picked him up. So similar theme. I'm going to go with another former Arizona Cardinal and a guy that's just been anchoring our defense this year. Devondre Campbell is going to be my X factor this week. I think he's going to have to have a huge game, and uh, I, he's been forcing fumbles, he's been getting interceptions, he's been tackling machine all over the field, and I think that continues this week. Highly motivated uh, day for Devondre Campbell, and uh, if he's able to force a turnover on top of everything else that he's doing out on the field, uh, I really like the opportunity uh, for him to potentially force one of those uh, impact plays. Uh, not only are we talking about just get a few stops, but if this defense can uh, pull up, uh, make a, a turnover or two, uh, and put the, the Packers offense uh, in a really good position to put up some points, or if they score points themselves, uh, that could be a real, real nice development. And I think Devondre Campbell has been in right in the thick of things, and I think that continues tomorrow night. So two former Cardinals as a defensive act factors, so let's do it. Uh, Dan, I love it. Uh, swing over to the offensive side of the ball then. Um, I, you know, for me, I've got a couple of guys, so I'm going to take the lead on this. I mentioned I think this is an Aaron Jones game, and I do think it's an Aaron Jones game, but I'm actually going to pick his running mate, A.J. Dillon, as my offensive X factor, because I think both of these guys could be in line to have a really big day. Uh, and uh, to me, uh, Aaron Jones is the engine that could make this offense go. Uh, but if A.J. Dillon is able to contribute and really pound the football and get this run game going, uh, I think that could be a difference-making uh, type performance in this week's game. Uh, we need both of these guys uh, to step back up and have a really nice week. So uh, that's going to be my offense of X Factor. I think it's going to be a great Aaron Jones game, but I'm going to have uh, his running mate, A.J. Dillon, as the X Factor to contribute as well. It's a great selection, Wags, and I, I like it so much. My computer's so excited, it's running out of juice, so I'm charging it right now. And I, I, need, to fill, I, need, to, I need to filibuster while you do that. So. I am back. And Wags, um, I love the A.J. Dillon pick. Um, yeah, he's going to rectify those those fumbles from last week. I think the Packers, I, I don't disagree, and I think that the Packers are going to give him that ball and get that confidence up right away this week. Um, we talk about Aaron Jones, think he has a big one, but I would agree. A.J. Dillon gets those looks as well. My guy, you're not going to believe it, Jeff Janis. Just kidding. He's not on the team. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not on the team anymore. 
anymore. But he had a couple big plays back in the day, folks. Um, if, if you're too young, go back and look at a playoff game about a decade ago. Um, this week for the Packers, uh, I am going to go um, with, why not, let's go with um, Mercedes Lewis. I think he's going to be out there a ton. I think he's going to have a touchdown this week, Wags. He is the old Wiley vet. Aaron Rodgers has shown time and again this year that in moments, um, Mercedes Lewis will catch the ball. Um, he's, he's obviously huge in the run game. Rodgers has been quoted recently as saying, like, Mercedes, I know he's not the fastest guy, but, like, he just makes the first guy miss. I think he's going to make the first guy miss this week. They're going to run the ball. They're going to pound the ball, they being the Packers. And then guess what? When the Cardinals are just, you know, one one high and they're, you know, snarling, trying to stop this run, getting frustrated by this Packers offense, we're going to see a little bubble screen out to Mercedes Lewis is going to take one uh, a few yards for this Packers team. I think Mercedes has multiple catches and a touchdown this week. Mercedes Lewis, the old bet, the only guy older than me on this team, I think, uh, is the Packers uh, offensive X factor of the week from, from my side of things. You know what? We're going to need contributions from wherever we can get them. And he's, I think, been making some real nice catches and some some key moments the last few weeks especially. So I like that selection. And if he gets into the end zone, that's that's uh, going to help us a lot. So, Dan, it's time to get into the score predictions. So you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? What do you feel on this week? Um... Uh, you know what? I'll go first this week. Okay. Um, I think that this is going to be a really, really hard game for the Packers. Um, I think that we've had, uh, you know, some issues in special teams, obviously, this year. We're down, folks. We know what we're dealing with right now. Um, but it doesn't matter because, uh, you know, I think that the Packers are going to win 31 uh, to 28. And I think it's going to be a Mason Crosby field goal. Uh, as needed, as delivered, Mason Crosby staying loose uh, in, in the warm weather down there in Arizona. Um, this Packer team has had to win a couple on last second field goals this year. Why would this one be any differently? Mason Crosby's going to come through. Packers are going to do enough. They're going to limit Kyler Murray. And and dare I say, I think this Packers defense is going to get a couple turnovers on Murray. He's been great. Um, but even great players are susceptible to some rough games. I think that this Cardinal team is probably feeling themselves a little bit right now. Uh, they're looking and they might, they won't cop to it, but they're going to be like, oh, Devontae's not out there. It's all good. And guess what? Uh, we still got Aaron freaking Rodgers on this team and we're going to catch him, uh, in a, in a couple traps. This might be a bit of a Cardinals trap game this week. Packers are going to come out with something to prove on national TV. Uh, Packers win 31-28. That's an interesting perspective. You got uh, a national team in the Green Bay Packers coming uh, in a huge showdown, and they could be the trap game for the Cardinals. So you never expect to hear that, but yeah, you never know. I mean, you're right. Uh, some of that psychology certainly could play into it. So, um, Dane, love the pick. Um, and by the way, your buddy John says you're not that old. Uh, I think in relation to your uh, your comment on Mercedes Lewis. So uh, I am bullish as well. I don't know, Dean, what we have to be so optimistic about. But I think the Packers, again, if they can just make stops in the right moments, uh, force the Cardinals. I think they can get a turnover too. I agree with you. Force the Cardinals into a few turnovers, uh, and that becomes efficiency game. Um, I've got the Packers pulling this out, thirty-one to thirty, uh, and uh, we're going 
we're going to get uh, three, you know, they're going to get more scoring opportunities, but the difference is they get three field goals uh, and three touchdowns. We get four touchdowns and just one field goal. And that's the, that's the type of game I think we need to win uh, this week. So, um, so that's, that's, I don't know why, Dane, but I'm just feeling optimistic. I think it's going to be a battle. Um, let's, let's run the ball. Uh, let's let's win the time of possession. Keep this close for all four quarters, and then go out there, get a touchdown late, and just hang on. Uh, that's 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 the recipe for this game. It's it's not going to be easy to do. There's no doubt that this is going to be a tough one to go in there and steal. Uh, but if we can follow that that uh, recipe. Uh, I think we can come out with success and, and pull a victory out. Um, I did not think that we were going to go into San Francisco earlier this season uh, and steal a win. And I think this is a similar type of template uh, that if we, we've done it now, uh, so if, if we've been pretty successful, this is our fifth road game already this year. So if we can go out there and, and do uh, some similar thing, get this running game going, I think we have a real opportunity to go in there and steal a win this week. So I've got 31-30 as the final this week for the Packers. Wags, no team needs a mini-buy probably as much as the Packers do. So after this, they do get a, a 10-day reprieve, which I think is going to be very beneficial for this team. I wouldn't overlook that either. Um, you know, they, they, they know that they can, uh, empty the chamber, so to speak, for a little bit here and get a little bit of time here. Um, I love your pick. I really do. And, and I am, I'm optimistic about it. I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it. And, uh, I, I love the pick. They're going to come in here. They're ready to play. Anybody who's writing them off is, is nuts. Uh, looking at how, how, uh, this team has come out so far and showed up when they've needed to, uh, week one aside. They've been very good and I expect them to be so again on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, well, you never know what can happen. I, like I said, it, it can get ugly in a hurry against a team like the Cardinals, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to go in there, be physical. As long as we don't turn the ball over, shoot ourselves in the foot early and, and get down right away uh, or give up a couple of big plays and really dig ourselves a hole, uh, I think that we can be right in this at the end. And uh, we've shown uh, we've got – We've got a guy in number 12 that knows how to win close ball games. So I like our chances anytime we're in that situation. Wags, uh, anything else to say here? I, I mean, we're predicting Packers win. We've got our X factors of the week. Uh, it's a short turnaround. Game is going to be Thursday night. So we're going to have this. You're listening live. Uh, bulk of our listeners listen on iTunes and Spotify. So we're going to have that up. Uh, and uh, it, we're just excited. I'm excited for some football on Thursday night. Yeah, it's uh, going to really break up my week, all of our weeks, uh, more than usual. But um, you know what? It's, uh, it looks like it could be some good pumpkin patch weather this weekend. So let's go get a let's go get a win here Thursday night. And uh, for uh, those of you that need to do a little quality family time, you'll have some extra time this weekend to do that without the Packers playing. Go, you know. Get, get that win in the books and then uh, win some points, as I think as they like to say. So, uh, yeah, I think that does it for us, Dane. Thanks so much for listening along. We will do our recap uh, probably, uh, probably around Sunday. Sunday. I think it's yeah. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to take a couple of days off as well. Uh, we'll to, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So thanks, everyone. Really appreciate you following along. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Be legendary. And as always, go, go Pack Go! go. 
Every year I know we gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.